Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Sparks, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Sydney Weiss. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Thank you so much, Sid, as always, giving us a smooth transition into another great show right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacey Pates. This is a story of Taya Cooper, a story that should inspire any person who hasn't made it to where they want to be yet or knows they can go further. You might remember the Mercury selected her as the 18th pick in the 2020 draft, but due to the pandemic and COVID-19, she was cut. That left an opportunity. Well, she had a couple of choices, right? She could have gotten down on herself and given up, or she could have stayed hopeful and recognized anything can happen. Well, anything did happen. She joined the LA Sparks, and she took great advantage of an opportunity. While in the Wubble at IMG Academy, Cooper appeared in 20 regular season games, averaging 7 points, 2 assists in 17 and a half minutes per game. That's good enough for top 10 among rookies in points and assists. And by the way, she shot 45% from the field, 34% on threes. And on the defensive end, Taya quickly earned a reputation for her stifling pressure defense. What has that earned her? Another opportunity with your LA Sparks. They announced the re-signing of guard Taya Cooper. And as always, when we have these awesome conversations with our Sparks players, Eli Horowitz, the Director of Public Relations and Communications, will guide the media. Hello, everyone. Um, I just really wanted to thank the fans, the ownership, the front office, my coaches, and my teammates for believing in me last year during a tough time. um, I got the chance to work with uh, a fellow point guard and coach, Fisher, great players like Candice, Chelsea, Neca, Simone, and they really believed in me and made my experience in the bubble one to remember. And... um, I'm going to give 110%. And uh, my defense was a big factor this year. And I'm working to continue to work on my offense and just be a better person overall on and off the court. So it's going to be amazing to play for the city and the team. Hopefully we don't have a bubble. And um, I'm just glad to be on a team that has championship expectations. And I just can't wait. And thank you all for the media wanting to speak to me today. We will start with Christina Williams with Girls Talk Sports. My question for you is, uh, what was something that you learned during your rookie season? And was there like a vet on the team that kind of took you under their wing and like kind of taught you the ropes um, going into the professional basketball world? Um, you know, I've learned, I, had, I had to learn so much so quick. And I was on a team full of all vets. So from 1 through 12, I think they all took me under their wing. Um, Individually, I had different experiences and moments with each player, and um, they taught me so much, whether it was on defense, offense. They taught me, you know, tricks that they've learned over the years from playing and um, just really getting to know everybody and knowing, you know, their strengths and weaknesses and being a point guard um, that's beneficial. So really just helping me know that and learn so quickly. We'll go to Kari Jones Jr. with the L.A. Sentinel. 
you you have been emerged as the sparks uh, like just the uh, the women's leader as an influential voice can you just speak on how you're going to use that your platform to to make a difference in the community especially with everything that's going on today in the, in the world you know the world is so crazy and um i was able to be on a team with mecca who was the president of our league and she was awesome and um being in the bubble had me around a lot of people who supported her and had the, the ability to speak up and be the forefront of us standing together as a league. And to be able to watch that and see what they've done, I think it was very motivating and encouraging to do the same thing. And um, I have hopes for change in the future and I plan on using my platform just like them. We'll be back after this message from our sponsor. We all know the Super Bowl is right around the corner, and if you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino, because as you know, it never closes. Head on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We'll go to Miriam Swanson, LA Daily News. Hey, so so it's been a big. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world, as you mentioned, but it's been a big year for you, like finding a home in the in the in the league and in the Jordan Brand thing, and um and you got married too, right? So I wanted to ask about just sort of all of this that you've been experiencing, and, and including getting married. What's that like? It was unbelievable that you know I did I got the chance in the first place, and um, I'm grateful, I'm motivated, and um, the Jordan Brand that was. And that was such a surprise and an excitement. I mean, just to be on such a prestigious basketball player, to be working with a prestigious basketball player, for him to believe in me, just like it was for the Sparks to believe in me, is just amazing. And I'm so grateful and I was so excited that it, that I got the opportunity to do that. And um, I haven't had a wedding yet, um, so I'm not married. Um, I am engaged. Okay. That was very, and um, yeah. Hey, we'll go over to Pavi with H and B Media. Uh, hey, Taya. Um, first off, congrats. And um, secondly, uh, you've mentioned your experience in the bubble um a couple times um on this call. Uh, are you grateful that you had your rookie year there? And if so. What things did you um, learn down in the bubble that you think you can maybe take with you for the rest of your career? Hmm. Um, I think there's so much positives to to think about being in a bubble. You know, I don't think anybody has had the experience to be so hands-on and have that much time with your teammates and your coaches at, in, in one season. I mean, we were like literally all together, all the time. So I had access to Coach Fish, Coach T, um, Coach Carey, everybody. And um, I had, I was living with NECA and Simone and Candace and everybody else who was on the team. And we all got to, you know, get better, like 
training wise, waking up practice film, extra sessions, just hanging out. Like it was very um, close. And I think that that was a huge blessing in the bubble. And um, I don't remember the last part that you said, but I think I'll learn a lot because I had to learn so quickly. So being able to adapt and then um, I'm a visual learner. So I had to learn how to listen and just apply it to the court because we didn't have that many practices. So I think that um, those were skills that I needed to learn and I learned them quick. So I think I should take that over to, you know, the next season and seasons to come. Go to Ari Chambers with Bleacher Report. Um, what are your some some of your personal goals? You we saw you kill twenty twenty. My girl is out here in the front face and everything. But what are some of your personal goals for better? <laughs> um, my personal goals. Um, I really want my defense to speak volumes. So I would like to be on a defensive team or defensive player of the year. Um. Uh, I want to evolve my offensive game all around. So my jump shot, my mid-range, um, everything really just being consistent and being efficient. That's what really what I want to work on. So, mm -hmm. And off the court too. Don't just give us basketball. We need everything. Off the court, um, you know, I'm really – I'm really, I don't even know. I haven't even thought about off the court goals yet because I'm still, everything is still happening. So um, I'm kind of letting that settle in and then I guess I'll figure that out, you know, once I get to LA and I'm, I'll finally be in LA. So I think that I'll come up with some goals and figure that out. I'll go to Chris Haynes with Yahoo Sports with a, a social profile and social media profile that a lot of, you know, proven NBA vets don't have, um, you know, just your following. And the way that you stepped in the bubble amidst everything that was going on in society, I, I wanted to know, was there a point where you realized, made a, may, may have thought about like, wow, like I'm in an important time right now and I have this, big social media platform did you did, did at one point did you realize that like I have like I have to be more I, I don't know I don't know if, if I'm asking being more cognitive of what I uh, say or just just knowing that the power you have did you did you realize at a certain point like just just what is on you of having such a big platform and you know playing for you're one of the most high-profile teams in WNBA during this time. Um, you know, the bubble itself was a challenging time for a lot of people. So just being aware of that and then outside of the bubble, it was so crazy and everything was happening at once. And nobody knew what was going to happen, could explain what was happening. So I think like the unknown and, being in a bubble was um, was kind of different for everybody, but the president, the WNBA, the organization, everybody kept us so 
together and on the same page and we went through everything together. And I think that the way, you know, um, the people who spoke out for us spoke out and made sure everybody was included. Um, we did as much as we could in a bubble. And I knew that, you know, we, we couldn't control everything, but we control what we could do. And we did it together. So me having a platform and um, the pressure of having a platform, no, I didn't feel that because um, I knew we were making history and I knew that this was a big thing. So, you know, I couldn't control the outside world and I couldn't control all that, but I knew what I could do to help and, you know, donating and doing as much as I could hands-on in the bubble. And um, I try to stay positive during everything. So um, I think that's what my platform stands for. And um, I plan to speak out and be more um, involved in social problems out in the world and other things. So yeah, I plan on using my platform to do things like that also. I'm Brady Klopper with SB Nation. Hey, Taya, uh, you mentioned in your opening uh, remarks about playing for a fellow point guard in Derek Fisher. I'm just wondering, what's your relationship been like with him? And what was it like? You know, obviously, you've talked to a lot of people talk a lot about being in a bubble with your teammates. What's it like to be in a bubble with your coach? And, and did that help your relationship with him? You know, um, I had never met um, Derek Fisher before, and I grew up watching him play and um, meeting him and interacting with him and having conversations and, you know, training with him and him believing in me was, was an experience I'll never forget. And just who he is as a person and what he stands for and how thoughtful and selfless he is and caring about, you know, women and being in a women's league and having a stand up for us and see what we go through on this side. I think that was amazing to see him have our backs and um, be there for us, whether it was personal things off the court and just understanding or just being a woman period. He was very supportive. He was very hands-on. He wanted to know, he cared. I think that that was just, it was amazing to have a coach like that. And um, I had never been coached by a man besides my dad. So that was, um, that was interesting. He was like, He's like a great person and I really admire that. And um, yeah, I had a great experience with Coach Fisher. Uh, Rachel Gallagher with Windsider. Hey, Taya, congratulations. Um, you, you had mentioned that you were working offensively and defensively some certain goals you wanted to take into um, this coming season. Can you talk us through a little bit your training regimen right now and everything you're doing to take yourself to that next level? Um, my training regimen, I wake up at 9.30. I'm like an hour away from where I lift weights. Um, I lift weights for about two hours. I do conditioning for the first hour and then I lift for the second hour. Um, I go to the chiropractor. I do treatment. Um, I get a massage and then I go to the gym and that's probably about two hours. Then I come back later at night after like a four hour break, maybe I eat, sleep, do nothing. And then I go shoot. Raymond Lyons was made for the W. 
just wanted to ask, you know, when you just kind of look back on everything that's kind of transpired over the past year, you know, with the way your college season ended and then, um, you know, going to being drafted, then release, and then getting the opportunity with the Sparks. Um, and now you're here, you know, being re-signed. Like, just kind of um, talk about how you process all that and your and just, you know, kind of the roller coaster of emotion you had, you know, just going through that process and what helped you just kind of stick through it and remain positive and achieve your goals? Um, I think that, you know, after the season ended in college so quickly and in the draft and not knowing anything really and then finding out things and then being getting a contract and stuff like that, it's something that you can't control. Like, nobody knows. Everybody's just going with the flow. So I don't really get to overwhelmed or get too low so I kind of stay in the middle and I could control what I can control and that's myself so I stayed in the gym um I do things that I can focus on and that's myself and the time that I had with my family and um all of that stuff was very special to me so I just try to stay optimistic and positive about things and um yeah that's the only choice that you really have like you just gotta keep going. I mean, I could have easily, you know, went the opposite direction and was negative or, you know, lost hope, but why do that? So I just kind of tried to stay positive and keep my mind focused on things that, you know, keep my spirits up and just hope for the best. Uh, Amanda Skurlock, LA Sentinel. How did you find yourself adjusting to WNBA style gameplay? Like what was your observations of um, the pro level gameplay? And then how did you find yourself adapting to it? Um, I think that with the extra time that I spent with um, Coach Fish and Coach T and you know my teammates, they really, made me aware of what to expect and um, what, you know, about me that I had that I could use as an advantage. So they taught me little things on defense or offense. And um, our scouting report was very um, vivid and um, easy to follow. So, you know, they gave me a game plan. And I tried to follow it the best I could. And, um, you know, I really believed in myself and I had everybody on the staff from people text me that wasn't able to make the bubble to people in the bubble believing in me. You know, when you have that kind of confidence and you have that support behind you, like you just thought you could do anything. So I think that the support and, you know, them believing in me really pushed me to feel like I could do anything I put my mind to. So that kind of helped in preparing me for the WNBA and adjusting as quick as I did. A couple more, uh, Terrell Thomas, these urban times. Could you give us a little insight on what it was like growing up in your household? Uh, you mentioned a moment ago that you hadn't been coached by uh, a man outside of your dad. Um, for the people who do not know, your brother is also doing his thing at Auburn. Um, you two are looked upon as uh, two of the greatest high school players to come out of the Georgia area. Can you talk to us about what life was like in your household? Oh, man. Um... It was, it was different. I mean, my dad, he made sure we had a, a schedule, a plan, goals um, that we pushed each other. So I think that my brothers 
you know, um, looked up to me at a very young age and um, my schedule was crazy. So, you know, I knew that they was watching and I love my brother so much. And um, I wanted to be, you know, a great role model for them. So whatever my dad told me to do, however he told me to do it, if he thought I wasn't going hard enough, I tried to push as hard as I could. And um, him supporting me and believing me and everything he's saying, you know, coming true, it was just like, there was no way I could choose to do anything other than what he said. And I think that my brother's seen everything come to fruition for me and um, made sure to do the same thing. And um, he is now playing at Auburn, you know, he was cleared. And uh, that was a very hard thing for him also, you know, not being able to play for no reason. And um, I was happy for him. He showed out in his debut and uh, as a family, we made sure to be there and it was a very happy moment. So um, our household is very competitive. Uh, we're very motivated. My other brother, Omar, um, had an injury. and He's now coming back, he's playing. So, I mean, you know, I think that us just being as close as we are off the court or out of sports um, really makes our family special. Go to Caroline Bullock with Focus Hoops. So the upcoming season is probably going to be quite different to the experience in the Wubble. Um, what do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment with that and how different is it going to be on court? I love your answer. Thank you. I'm from Leeds in, uh, in the UK. <laughs> it's near Manchester. What did you just ask me? I was I was listening. I was <laughs> I liked your accent. I forgot what you asked me. Um, so the season's going to be quite different this year than it was in the in the bubble. What do you think is going to be adjustment there, um, and how different is it going to be on court in that kind of environment? I don't even know. I don't even know what we're expecting. Honestly, I don't know if we're um, we might end up doing a bubble like, or if we might do the bubble. Um, but if we don't. I'm hoping that we get to play in the arenas and we get to, you know, play in other people's arenas and travel and, you know, do the whole experience of the WNBA and have fans. Um, you know, without fans, it kind of feels like you're just having a hard practice. But uh, I, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I hope it looks like something. Um, <laughs> I'm cool with either or the bubble or whatever. I'm just, I just want to play. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to whatever they decide to have. Uh, Dennis Friedman, News 4 Online. Hi, Taya. Um, can you talk about how uh, you're able to navigate um, what you do off the court as well as trying to be a great basketball player? Um, I don't really... I don't really, you know, I kind of just do what I'm supposed to do. I do what I have to do. Um, if I got to work out and then I got to work afterwards and I got to do, I mean, I, it don't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm doing whatever needs to be done. And um, I'm not worried about anything else. Um, like I said, I have support. I have um, family. I have everything. So um, whatever needs to be done, I'm doing. There's no questions or ifs about that. Um, I don't really care about nothing else other than my family and the people that support me and my job, so. Okay, last two questions. Um, sorry, it only has a first name here, but Sylvia. 
just wanted to ask you, who's your like your if you could name your favorite teammate to practice with or to train with? Only if you could answer it. Don't worry about it. no no pressure. <laughs> My favorite teammate to practice with. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that up. He didn't really get to practice like that. So therefore, I will have an answer for you. Hopefully after this season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. We'll go to our final question um, to Chris Camella with Nightfall Media. Um, I just wanted to ask you um, what it was like. You pointed this out a little bit earlier. I just want to know if you could elaborate on teaming up with Jordan Brand and uh, how does that help you on the court as well as any off-court uh, endeavors as well? Um, you know, it's Michael Jordan. Like, people go crazy about these shoes. People go crazy about him. So to have him, you know, Everything has to go through him. So to have him, you know, pick me as one of the athletes to be a part of such a prestigious brand, it's it's an amazing feeling, you know. It's it put a it puts some energy in your back, you know, to push yourself, to go harder, to you know, want to be like Mike. So <laughs> I think that um, just that period, you know, motivates you. It makes you determined. It makes you want to be better on and off the court, and just to have him believing me that people are part of the organization and the program and the, the brand believing me and um that that was just unbelievable unbelievable to me and then I was a part of the first Jordan brand classic for the women's side so it's kind of crazy how everything just is coming like back like to have experienced that and then meet him for the first time there and that whole thing was crazy and then Maya Moore is a part of it so you know, it's, it's amazing. As always, special thanks again to Eli Horowitz and to Natalie Gilmore, the coordinator of public relations and communications. Without you guys, the show wouldn't be as awesome. Thank you so much. We also want to say congratulations to Taya Cooper. We cannot wait for the 2021 season and special thanks also to our newest sponsor, Just Live. That'll do it for this episode of Believe in Sparks. Take us home, Sid. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Follow me at SwissBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter, and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. Interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. I'm Stacey Pates for Sydney Weiss. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.